0: Hey there, EdTech enthusiasts. Welcome back to EdUp EdTech. I'm Nadia, your tech-savvy host, and I'm stoked to have you join us for another thrilling episode where we unravel the wonders of educational technology. In this fast-paced digital age, the way we learn and teach is evolving at lightning speed. And guess what? We're here to be your compass through this ever-changing landscape. Today, we're diving headfirst into the realm of immersive learning experiences and cutting edge innovations. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of insights as we chat with a true pioneer in the field. So fasten your seatbelts, hit play, and let's explore the future of education together. I'm Nadia, and this is EdUp EdTech.
1: with iSpring Suite 11. Start creating e-learning content faster, easier, and with more pleasure. iSpring Suite has everything you need to fall in love with your authoring. Tools for creating beautiful interactive courses, iSpring library with ready-to-go design assets. Want to boost your students progress? Customize ready-made templates to create your own training courses. And using the video editor, webcam recording, and screencasting tools, you can add your own video content right into the course. Quizmaster ensures that material has been learned. With a variety of questions to choose from and instant feedback, your learners will instantly understand why the answer is incorrect and receive useful information on the topic. Easily add practice to theory by including role-playing exercises in your courses. Treat yourself to less stress, less complexity, more drive, more possibilities, and more love for your work. Try iSpring Sweet Eleven for free.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to another amazing episode of Ed Up Ed Tech. My name is Holly Owens and I'm your host and I am really excited. I have a guest, and I just said this to him. He should have been on the show a really, really long time ago, but we're doing it now. I have Luis Malvis, and he is the founder. He is the extraordinaire of the Training, Learning, Development, Community, and Conference, AKA, you probably know it. You've probably seen it, TLDC. Welcome to the show, Luis. I'm so glad you're here.
3: Thank (laughs) you, Holly. Wow, that's an amazing intro.
2: Well, we are excited to chat with you and get into all things TLDC, but before we do that, we want to know more about your journey. So tell us about you. How did you get here? You know, you founded TLDC. You do all these mm-hmm. wonderful things for the community, mm-hmm. uh, L&D especially. So tell us, tell us about your journey.
3: Sure. You know, I think that um, even through my early career working at video stores, things like that, my favorite part of of that kind of work was always like the onboarding and the training, and And even just helping, you know, helping new employees um figure out how to do stuff that's as simple as like checking in video rentals. I you know, I definitely oh, I, miss <laughs> <Organizing> <laughs> I
2: miss those days,
3: organizing them on the shelves and and things like that. And then, you know, other jobs, I ended up working in manufacturing, other places and and training was always one of my favorite pastimes. But I never officially worked in that capacity. I was always either like, a manager, or um, inside sales, or 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 even IT, and um, and so uh, at, I, what ended up happening was I left a manufacturing job. I really felt like I w- I wanted to get into something officially IT, and I found um, a position working at a higher ed institution doing IT work, and so I started. You know, because I my love for education, I started working there. But then this, uh, this classified ad in the newspaper came up. So i two- <laughs> I love this story.
2: We already be kind, rewind, and we're going to the classified. Ad. Right,
3: exactly. <laughs> and it, and um, I'm like, wait, whoa! Look at this little um, this ad in the newspaper for a uh, a job that is literally like a block and a half away from my house. And um, I have to fax in my resume uh, to work at a place called the e-learning guild. So this was, this was 2003. And so uh, faxed, faxed that old resume in. I had to find nice. a facsimile. Machine. Yeah. I think I went to Kinko's or something to, yeah. get, to get it faxed. And, um, and three months later, I heard back from the, uh, from the founder and um, CEO um, David Holcomb. And he told me to come by and we'd, we we had a nice interview. I told him that, um, that if he hired me, it would be the best decision he could possibly make for his business. And, Definitely. Um, yeah. So he did. And so I was the first hire that the e-learning guild, which is now the learning guild, um, I was their first hire. And so I basically, I didn't even tell him my full background because I had all these IT certifications. I'd done all this stuff in management. I had actually... Um, you know, I, I, I'd actually had an executive position prior to that, but I just told him, Yeah, I used to, you know, I was a barista at one point and I, you know, I worked in a video stuff. <laughs> yeah. Store. But he, he brought <laughs> and he me was in. was like, I, Let's
2: go. Let's right. go.
3: Because I knew it was a startup and I didn't want to seem like, you know, it was too extreme. And I took a huge pay cut, but brought me in and I didn't realize that we would be doing conferences and things like that. I was mostly looking at the technical side and um and as soon as that started happening building these events like devlearn and learning solutions and um there was one called mLearnCon, just all these different things um early on it was e-learning producer i um i loved that part of it i loved um producing live conferences and so that and getting um experience doing online events and all of this stuff it was just really it was perfect for me And so that started like 2003. And then I basically worked from being the first guy in the company, basically hired just as an admin to when I left there in 2015, I was the um, COO. And um, I'd kind of done almost everything (laughs) there was to do there. Um, And I really loved the organization, loved the people that I work with. My wife and I had our son in two thousand and on fourteen, and so I really wanted to just take time away and not focus yeah. as much on my on my career and focus on on this little boy who was in our life, and um, and so that's why I left the the guild back then. And after about a year or so, I started getting kind of antsy, and I had been doing little, you know, sort of freelance contract things here and there, and I'm like, I still want to have a foot in L and D. Um, just build something. I had all this experience. And so uh, that was when TLDC was born. And actually back then it was, I had a former colleague, Brent Schlenker, and then also another um, former colleague, um, Patty Shank, who I was talking to about this and the three of us kind of brainstormed. And and put this together. Um, Patty left early on Brent and I split after a couple of years, I've just kept it going. We just, um, you know, there's a certain focus that I want TLDC to have. A lot of it is, is really about the inclusivity and making sure that, you know, anyone and everyone can be a part of this community. And, um, that's really my vision for it. And, you know, my inspiration for a lot of it really is just L and D is, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. It's a great it's, community. It's right. it, it, it's so big, but mm-hmm. you don't realize how small it actually is. And all the people, like some of the people mentioned like Patty Shank, like, I think I contacted her like a really long time ago about mm-hmm. how she started her business. And mm-hmm. I was a, a lot younger back then. I was asking her for advice. So it's like the six degrees of separation or Kevin Bacon, whatever, and l and Uh, situation. I love your story and how you take all your experiences and now you're giving back and just doing the little things. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we so appreciate that. And I love people that do that, that want to help others. And that's one of the reasons I love this L and D community so much.
3: Same. Yeah, totally agree. And it really is early on. I remember producing conferences. I remember having um, one of the first times that I actually got out there and started to sit down with attendees. Um, I was in, in Orlando at one of the first Florida conferences that the Guild produced. And um, I ended up sitting down and um, I think having lunch with some instructional designers. And they were just so cool. Like it was just such the easiest conversation. And I started to really, truly understand what they were about. And so I tried to Take it upon myself to like every event have that same type of thing and just learn more about people and and connect and yeah and that's pretty much why i fell in love with it and i know that with tldc there were i i there were things that i saw holes in the way that um sort of lnd i guess events like were being produced there were different things that i wanted to see <laughs> that I wasn't seeing in sort of mainstream l and And so that's where TLDC kind of, you know, that's. Yeah, that's, now that, you have this. Yeah, I plugged it in there. You,
2: you have all these different things that you do now. You know, they have the podcast, like all the community showcase and all kinds of talks and different subjects and, and everything mm-hmm. is really like the It really is speaks to like taking the small steps lead to bigger things, um, in this situation and how much the community has grown. I didn't know about it until you reached out to me and was like, we want to, we want to chat with you or have you do something. I was like fairly new to LinkedIn and I was kind of just feeling my way through and I'm like this, this person wants to talk to me. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with myself. So I was very like grateful for that opportunity, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. to get the chat. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you basically, you, you founded this whole big community. So what do you like what do you do on like a daily basis? Like, you know, when you're thinking about like what the community needs and you're talking about different, filling different gaps and stuff, like what do you see as trending like right now? Like if we were to say like, this, is, these are the things that are trending. I know you have an event going on right now. So any current trends that you can share with the audience of things that you're seeing around the l community?
3: Yeah, it's funny. I think that TLDC is unique in that I know that it, it feels like a lot of folks will come to, or or more experienced people will come to TLDC when they have ideas or um, or want to find more about um, topics that you wouldn't ordinarily get out there and and see at any other events or any other types of you know and like in like at ATD or the guild or anywhere like that. Right. and and so the stuff that i tend to see i think might be uh, might be a little more unique than 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 your typical um but i'll start with just generally the way that the the tldc works is i basically i have a slack community you can find it at tldchat.us and I basically put a call out there and ask everybody, like, what is going on? What do you, you know, I need some topics. Um, I, you know, we're producing events for 2024. What what are some things that you would like to learn about? And I, it's as simple as that. Now, I do have established events that are going to go on every year. Like, for instance, in March, since it's Women's History Month, we always have a women um, of L&D event. And that mm-hmm. one usually has like 800 to 1,500 people attend or register that one. So that one's always going to be there in the summertime. We always have um, what we call AIDC, which is the accessibility or the accessible and inclusive design conference. And that one is always giant as well. And then this month we're having um, another one of a series uh, for transitioning teachers. And um, and that one is a regular in our in our schedule too, but. You know, like for instance, uh, when I made the call out for what we should do for um, for uh, for February, um, the change management topic came up and culture change, and people were really interested in that and were kind of gravitating towards that topic. So that one is going to happen next month, and then um, and then in April, another topic came up was visual design. We're asking uh, you know visual design for for learning, and so we're going to be doing that one in April. And then May, I think, um, what was some of the suggestions for that? Maybe facilitate virtual facilitation. So that's how I kind of, um, get my ideas and try to find trends that are hot out there. Now, Mm -hmm. the obvious one that everyone is talking about that I have a really, really, um, significant interest in is AI.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, I saw (laughs) that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. But I think that a lot, I mean, there is a ton of, um, there's a lot out there already on ai and i'm not quite sure like i feel like i'm on my own individual journey with how ai is affecting my job and and not just my job but even the way that the future of technology is going to you know to 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 reveal itself i think it's just massively going to impact us in so many ways and you know that my son who is now 10 I, I I actually sit around and think about like how do I explain to him or how do I bring him up safely in a world where AI might be yeah. f- might start feeding everybody all of this content that it may be relevant it may be useful but you know it's how how is it going to be different you know and and will he have the ability to distinguish something that is originally and uniquely human versus something that might have been um, created from you know using uh, machine intelligence, and so um, it's kind of like just heavier things that I that I'm pondering through. And like so the I...
2: friction that exists there, the push and the pull between what we what we know, what has happened, and what's coming. It's just right. so, so unique. And where I love that we're at this this point though, mm-hmm. where it's kind of it's impacting things and people are actually talking about it and thinking about it. It just yeah it feels like we're on the cusp of something great. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm sad that I'm not 10 years old right now <laughs> and I'm at midlife and I might miss out on some of the things cause I want to see it. Right. But you know, I, I love it. You also too, that you're thinking about the impacts that it's going to have as he is growing up. Like how right. is this? Cause you and I cell phones, like yeah. those didn't exist in Part of a childhood growing up, mm-hmm. like those weren't a thing. And now they're just every day. They're like mine sitting right here. Right. Uh, you, you just think about how it's going, how AI is going to change the, change the game or already is changing the game.
3: Right, right. And just the specificity of what, how we're going to proceed through our thought processes because we're going to have this other intelligence that is going to be managing a lot of that now we're not gonna have to think as wide anymore we're, like we we we're gonna I think for our jobs we'll be more narrow in the way that we're gonna have to do things which is probably a lot more efficient but um at the same time what is that going to do to to us cognitively going forward and I just you know I wonder about that I do love being able to share what I know about AI and I am trying to work on a series where maybe even weekly I'm going to get in there and show, look, here's this really cool tool that I found that's super interesting, you know, like, you know, using something like Mid Journey or even one that I was playing around with last week called Mindy and just different things that I'm like, wow, this actually makes my job easier. Um, I would love to share more information about that. But, you know, I'm still trying to figure all of that out because I also don't like to oversaturate people with stuff.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it that's a good way to be too. Is like, uh, it's fairly difficult, and I don't know if you have any advice for people, um, sifting through some of the the clutter and the the noise that surrounds things like that are so popular, like AI, and we, you know, like you said, you have transitioning teachers, and you know, sometimes there's people out there that really do want to help, mm-hmm. um, but there's sometimes there's people out there who are just trying to not necessarily do that. I don't want to give anybody a bad rap, and I think it. It's important that people learn how to, you know, sort through that clutter and find the 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 original people that have started mm-hmm. stuff, the people that are genuine, the authenticity, or they're not just trying to like, you know, you say like influencer status or you're really just right. like putting their stuff out there for free, seeing, you know, what happens and if people are interested in like you're doing with your Slack channel. You're crowdsourcing, yeah. you're getting yeah. what do, what do the people want? You go directly to them and ask them mm-hmm. what they want.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree. Like in in this particular event we're running right now that's going on this week, you know, I see people asking questions about boot camps and and different things like that and you know, potentially like, you know, are they going to spend money on that stuff? Like although we know that you know, the journey from here to there to, you know, to your journey in L&D can be just really really unique, it doesn't necessarily have to involve a boot camp you know um it you just need to make sure that you're spending your m- money wisely and that's when you right. are seeing folks that are might be considered you know thought leaders or whatever or are really really good at linkedin um if you're considering buying anything from them just just you know also look at like how they make money and what they've done in the past to get them to where they are now because um, you have to be smart about, if you want to be an instructional designer, just um, do your due diligence and make sure that that um, you're putting your resources in the right place.
2: Right. It's kind of like when you apply for a position or if you apply to go to college, mm-hmm. you're not just going to do that blindly. You're yeah. going to go visit the campus. You're going to learn about the services and the support that they offer. You know, you're going to get the insider scoop before you even sign up to do something, which I think is also really great about our community. Everybody seems to be mostly transparent about what they offer what what things what kind of support um and then if the other thing too that i love about this community is that if we can't help you we will find somebody that can yeah like i don't know ai as much i will point them to you or i will (laughs) you know if we're going to do a dungeons and dragons event and related to (laughs) instructional design i'm definitely telling them to come to you I know I want I was supposed to participate in that and I had other obligations and I'm so sad that I missed that. I wanted to totally nerd out. Um you tell us a little bit more. How ha- how did that go? So tell went, us about this it, this whole concept of Dungeons and Dragons and instructional design. Like I'm totally fangirling out right now on this. Oh man. Um
3: the- <laughs> I mean it was everything that I hoped it would be, and probably a little bit more. I mean, I we could have pushed it even to a whole nother level. And that's a, the power of community, right? So this group of people that got together and helped, you know, produce this. And like, there was this connection that was created that is just going to last where, you know, all these folks that had this common interest in, in not just instructional design, but also Dungeons and Dragons, they all connected. We actually had a couple games. We
2: all know IDs are nerds. We're all nerds. <laughs> right? it's, it's That's like a prerequisite to being an instructional designer.
3: Yeah. And it was, it was so fun. And the thing is, is like, nope. the one thing that makes TLDC unique is that like, I am down for that. I will like, yeah, you want to do a D and D and ID event. Let's do it because I think that both like do have like a connection to each other or can have a connection to one another. And, um, and, and I was surprised at how many people we actually did attract and the level of passion that people had for, for both topics. And, you know, Don Metcalf, who was key in helping me build that. Um, Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she still is. She texts me every once in a while and, 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 and I love having a relationship with her now and I can't wait to possibly do it again because it really is fun. And that's the thing about, I think with L&D communities in particular, you know, my recommendation is like, look for as many as you can join as many as you can and just filter it out and you know, with the TLDC, you don't have to be there all the time. Just show up whenever you feel like it's useful and you could disappear um, whenever you need to come back and right. feel like it. That's, you know, that's just the way that it goes. More than anything, just make sure you're getting something out of it. You know, if it's the networking or the collaboration or just, you know, a, um, a session here and there, just, you know, make sure that it's useful to you because that's, that's all I'm trying to build. is something that might have value to some people, not all the time, but at least some of the time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and like the legacy that you're leaving with this sort of this sort of community is something that's going to just last forever. I feel like it's going to last forever. Like we always talk about, you know, sports people leaving a legacy in a certain team, but there's people like you who are in this community who are leaving, you know, like you're establishing these foundations of these communities where people can come and go, they can connect with others, they can show they can come in with their outside nerdy interest and participate in activities and just find out about all kinds of topics. And I think that's really what more of what our, what our world needs as humans. Yeah. Um, so like the legacy, you probably don't realize the impact you have until I'm saying it right now that, that, yeah. that you're leaving on the L community is gonna, is, is a good, it's a great one.
1: Wow. Um, and it's very
2: positive. I always feel like when you send emails and when you put out stuff, I'm like, this is on point this is um, going to help me so much. And I think that's, that's really what people want.
3: Thank you, Holly. That is, <clears throat> it's really great to hear that. I, I really don't. Yeah. I never really think about that. It's just part of my life now. Well, and... I'm
2: telling you, it's awesome. So, you know, <laughs> let's celebrate that. Cause I feel like, you know, we do a lot for the community. So you have to, you're so in the inside and you don't, you just don't see it. It's like teaching. Yeah. There's no instant gratification. Like the students come to you 20 years later. Oh, I remember when, uh, you know, it's like, you yeah. know, when you helped me, I, or I read this article or I saw this video. So that's, that's what I feel with the TLDC.
3: Oh, thanks. That's so good to hear Holly. And you know, the big thing, I think it's when I went to a big industry conference last fall and I was talking to to different people and um you know one of the questions i got was there, especially from people that have established businesses that you know that provide courses or have a product they're just like yeah we've been trying to set up community for so long it just never works people just yeah it's hard and come back. <laughs> yeah and you know the one thing the advice that i gave them and i knew that this was going to be hard for them was you know you got to just listen you got to listen to your community you can't just like throw stuff at them and then expect them to just wanna um you know to digest it. You have to listen to what they have to say. And I think that that is the one thing that I hope the TLDC is doing is just listening. Um, because there oh, really? is a lot going on out there and, and and I think that um, you know, the way that I do it, it's actually relatively easy to come up with relevant with relevant um you know, events and, and, and content just because I listen and yeah.
2: Yeah. I love that. Just listening to what people want and what they need, you know, and especially for this, um, I'm going to ask one more question, then we're going to wrap the episode because I know I could go on forever with you. This mm-hmm. is a wonderful conversation, especially the transitioning teachers community. I have so much empathy for that community. I know mm-hmm. at a certain point on LinkedIn, I don't know, there was some sort of like negativity around transitioning teachers. I don't understand why. Or, you know, people were posting job roles, and I found this one time this is, we don't hire transitioning teachers. I'm not sure about what kind of discrimination was happening there. Oh. Um, I've seen that a few times more wow. so than I like, but this group of people, they have been so ingrained in a institution that makes them feel less than, mm-hmm. um, there's trauma that comes out of those experiences and all they mm-hmm. want to do is they want to be free of that, but they want to use their creativity to help others. Cause that's yeah. what teachers are. There is a special type of group and i i so empathize with that community i'm so glad you're doing an event um surrounding transitioning teachers from a positive standpoint um and yeah i focus all my job postings on transitioning teachers that's that's who motivated me to do that because i know firsthand as a former educator that teachers can pretty much do anything it's not those who can't teach those who teach can do anything we're going to change that quote now Um, so I, I'm so glad that you're, you're putting on this event and then helping that community.
3: No, it's, it's my pleasure. And, and yeah, we had 17 sessions this week. It's been going great. And, you know, just to speak to that point a little bit, Chrissy Flanagan, just an hour ago was just talking about how it was so ingrained in her, uh, not to be, she did not know how to, when she got her ID job, she didn't know how to take a vacation. She just was not accustomed to being able to take a vacation. It was so strange. And that her ability to, like when she finally did take a vacation and just, she didn't even go anywhere. Like she's like, she was telling everybody, you don't have to go anywhere fancy. You could just stay home for a week if you want. And she did that and just did some spring cleaning and just relax and just reset. And that was not something that she understood initially. Like she had to make a shift to be able to understand that
2: our last session of the day oh uh, we've got
3: here. it's okay we can edit it out not a big deal
2: <laughs> we know you're a hard worker you know you're always doing different events and stuff so that's that's pretty obvious
3: <laughs> sorry about that I had the uh this that's this okay that's, session a- still on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's okay sometimes like you hear the dogs barking in the background, or like yeah. I'll do like TikToks at the beginning of the episode, then they'll replay back, and I'm like, oh, uh, you know technology- what?
3: Is, what's really strange about that was the conference. Like, um, they didn't even like they that was the backstage that was live. Yeah, they didn't they didn't have any conversation. They just went live, and I, I at least I didn't hear any conversation. Yeah, well, maybe there was a setting. I'm anyway. <laughs> apologize for that. They're going right All now.
2: All good. So. All good. All good. We're very authentic here. We understand. Um. <laughs> We, we love this. So well, yeah, like helping that community and coming back to that. Absolutely. Obviously you're doing great things. People are, they sound excited. The speaker sounded excited.
3: Yeah. And Abby, actually, I don't know if you know Abby. Oh, I can't remember Abby's last name. She's been hosting this week, but she has been pushing Abby Stewart. She was posting um, yep. things about you, Holly. Yeah. Okay. Good. So,
2: oh, you're... she, she was. <laughs> yeah, she's Thank you, Abby. Yes. Yeah. I know Abby. Yes. Okay. we. I think I've had a coffee chat or two with Abby. Ah.
3: Um. Yeah. 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 She's, she's been, she's been, um, you know, singing your praises and posting. Oh,
2: good. I'm, I'm just like you, I'm here to help. And, <laughs> uh, you know, anything I can do to, you know, at a certain point, like you just, like mid-career you're like I just want to give back like I want to tell you what I've learned I want to tell you how excited I am that you're coming in this community I want to train you I want you to feel like you're you can sustain this and you want to be a part of this community and you know where to go for support and especially like I said those transitioning teachers I have huge empathy for so before we wrap up I do want I do want to know if there's anything like people should know. You have a lot of monthly events coming up, things yeah. that I know you have memberships. We're going to include all that information in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, But anything that people should be aware of that are up and coming to look out for um, in, in the next few months with TLDC?
3: Sure. Yeah. The website is at um, Uh You can go there and you can find out about past events and future events. I also post like banners and stuff that um, that, that, that you can see. And then usually like Slack is where I do a bulk of my communication to membership. so you could go to tldchat.us to find out, um, you know, to, to just connect with the community it's free. And there are a bunch of different channels in there that we discuss things in and, uh, probably the most relevant thing that may happen in 2024. I'm looking right now is we may have our first live conference that I've done since 2019. So wow. Um, yeah, I'm going to be. Uh, I'm flying out to go take a look at a space uh, at the end of the month. Oh, we, we
2: gonna... don't. We're we we do not know where it's at. It hasn't been revealed yet.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to reveal it yet. But,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gonna take, I'm yeah, going to yeah, be on part. pins and needles because now I want to go. So pick somewhere It'll,
3: good. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. I think our event, I don't. They're not big. They're not. You know, I don't like to. I don't want to host like a 3,000 person event. Right. It's not Walt
2: Disney World or Disneyland. It's TL
3: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And it's and the thing is, is I like it when I, I feel like the events that I produce that are smaller like that, the connections that are made there have been they've they're they're just they're more long, they're longer lasting, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so, so it'll probably be a couple hundred people. I don't, you know, I'm not going to charge $2,000 a ticket. It's going to be like way cheaper than that. And it's, it's yeah. just fun. It's just people getting together. We're going to be, you know, we'll, we'll put together a great program and it's just uh fantastic to have. I think, you know, it's, it'll be more of like a boutique event versus like some giant, you know, Las big, Vegas.
2: Thing. Big, yeah totally get that and i love those types of conferences too like you say people forming more of the genuine authentic connection right i love the deeper connection the more like the lengthier like i'm gonna we're gonna be like i linkedin i mean i have so many friends on linkedin i've never met in real life i met mm-hmm. i met luke hobson um but I have never met my co-host Nadia we live in the same state we got to figure that out wow I know I know that, <laughs> that I mean you can do it you can have yeah. that genuine yeah. authentic connection through the the virtual space where we're gonna definitely gonna meet up one last question for you and this is mm-hmm. one we like to ask on the show is we want to know what you think like what's the future of l what's coming down the line for us what should we be prepared for
3: Oh, wow. You know, it's a I, loaded
2: question for sure. yeah it is it is a
3: loaded <laughs> question. i I'm excited about the future of l and d. i I do think that I think that well, you know, I just can't help but think about how AI is going to impact everything. But I think that there is this this I think that the proliferation of AI and machine intelligence is going to kind of force us to start um really reexamining our humanity again. Yeah. and um, I th- what makes us uniquely human, and I think in the education space that is going to be particularly poignant, uh, and 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 so I'm hoping that the future of LND is going to have more human connection involved in it, more empathy. We're just going to, I don't know, I'm I'm hoping that we'll just see each want to. Connect more like via community and mm-hmm. you know, having sort of you know these digital relationships where we know that it's an actual human being on the other side versus you know, like talking to somebody that
2: oh my is, gosh, every time I go on these customer service sites and it's an AI bot, I'm like, agent, right. agent, or do you call zero, zero,
3: <laughs> right? Right, right. And and I yeah. do think that you know, I who was it? It was Trish Lechner today who was talking about, I, I asked her what what is one common trait that you see amongst like successful instructional designers and um and she said optimism okay. and um I really I think that that I I think that that's um that's important so um I'm hoping that the future of D is going to be more that that trainers are going to be sort of that group of optimists there that are, that are there to kind of like water the garden and help everybody blossom that really that's going to be the focus of, 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 of what our future is going to look like. Um, But there will definitely be some bumps because I think AI is going to force a lot of people to really have to um, reconsider um, the way they do a lot of things. So we'll see. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I totally agree with that perspective and I definitely want more of the human element in it as well. Yeah. Cause people, you know, I'm not gonna go into it. We'll do that on another episode, but <laughs> Louis, I really can. I really can. Um, Louis, thank you so much. I thank so appreciate you. your time coming and having a conversation with me and being on ed, Up ed tech, um, and just talking about your experiences and all the things that you do for TLDC, the L and D community. We appreciate you so much.
3: Oh, thank you so much. I I yeah, I don't know what to say. I think thank you for having me as a guest. And yeah. I look forward to having you on one of our conferences again. Absolutely. Okay, good, good. Good to hear.
1: With iSpring Suite 11, start creating e-learning content faster, easier, and with more pleasure. iSpring Suite has everything you need to fall in love with your authoring. Tools for creating beautiful interactive courses. iSpring library with ready to go design assets. Treat yourself to less stress, less complexity, more drive more possibilities, and more love for your work. Try iSpring Suite 11 for free.
2: That brings us to the end of another captivating journey through the world of educational technology. If you found today's episode as enlightening as I did, make sure to subscribe and share it with your fellow EdTech enthusiasts. Your support keeps us going and brings more amazing content your way. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. Connect with us on social media. We love hearing your thoughts, suggestions, and ideas for future episodes. As we sign off, this is Holly urging you to stay curious, stay inspired, and keep pushing the boundaries of education, technology, and beyond. Until next time, take care and keep learning.